Welcome back to From My POV with Emily Savard. Today, we actually have my little sister, Jules, on the podcast to give her POV of our childhood, what it's like growing up in the 2000s versus the 90s, and just basically our family life, I guess, POV. So Jules, welcome. Thank you for having me. Of course. So let's just jump right into it. Let's get a little bit about yourself. So where do you go to school? What do you do for work? How old are you? That kind of thing. Okay, so my full name is actually Juliana, but my nickname is Jules. Um, I go to Ontario Tech for criminology and justice, and I work at a crystal shop, but I also have my own um, small business, which is also a crystal shop where I sell jewelry and um, just lots of different crystals. And I am 19. Cool. So what do you think our childhood was like from your perspective, your POV outsider looking in? What like how did you feel like we grew up? Like what was our vibe as a family? Um, I think we were a pretty privileged group of kids. Um, it was just me, you and Jacob. So our brother. Um, I think we were raised very well and we never wanted for anything um we also even though our age differences were so um large yeah except for you and jacob because you're only two years apart yeah um i think that we did well in terms of like bonding and things like that regardless um because we're pretty close me and you and our only we're literally seven years apart like that's a pretty big difference yeah it's true I feel like it made a bigger difference I feel like the seven years apart was a bigger difference when we were younger versus now yeah like I saw you graduating from high school when I was in like grade six right yeah that is pretty weird actually when you think about it but now we like we can go out together and do things like we're both adults and yeah. it's a lot, a lot different now than it was. Because I feel like too, like when you hit nine, like 18, 19, you become like an adult, like you kind of like understand more. Like like you and I weren't really like able to relate that well when we were growing up because we were so far apart. But now because you're 19, you can drink, you can go to the bar, you have your license, you have a car, you can do all these things. Like we've become like a lot closer, I think. Yeah, I think so too. And I think we have like a lot more to talk about as well. Like, yeah. Whereas when we were younger, we didn't have so, like literally none of the same things going on at the same time. So we never That's really true. understood each other other than I'm your little sister and you're my big sister. Right. What is a favorite memory you have from our childhood? If you could pick one, like, is there one that sticks out in your mind as being like a really good memory or like a really good happy time, I guess you could say, or like something that you really enjoyed? Um, a funny moment that I can think about is when you were trying to film your own TV show. Oh my us. God. <laughs> and the other day I was on the computer watching like old recordings that yeah. were all saved on the hard drive. Um, there's like videos of you like dumping water on my head oh and my outside God. running around with the dog. We put like music in the background, like Avril Lavigne. That's and so true. It was kind of like, um, I think it was trying to mimic like the shake it up. Mm-hmm. You know, and like they how they did the whole spin the and all that. And yeah, like yep. the intro for that. And like Full yep. House, I guess. That's yep. funny. That's a good one. What do you like love most about having siblings? Um, I think that it's someone you can talk to that isn't like you don't have to go out of the house or go out of your way to like, yeah. try and connect with them. Like 
you can meet people at school or work, but they're not always going to be there for you. Whereas I can come home and call you or talk to Jacob whenever I want to or whenever I need someone. Yeah. Um, whereas if I was an only child, I'd, I feel like I just wouldn't have anyone to turn to, turn to for anything. Yeah. yeah. What would you say you don't love about having siblings? Something that bothers you or you just don't like? Something that bothers me... It's not necessarily a bad thing, but um, usually when you have siblings, especially if they're older, they're very overprotective. Yeah, that's true. Um, And even though I do feel like I can go to you guys for anything, it's just sometimes I'm like, hmm, I don't really want everyone knowing my business and people know where I'm going, who I'm talking to and all that kind of stuff that just like where I want to be friendly and have like that friendship it's also like it's your sibling so it's a yeah. little bit different that's true that is true I guess I didn't I didn't have the older sibling but that like is like super protective I guess like you're right like every sibling is like probably pretty protective but I feel like if I had an older sibling like Jake was older than me I would have had like a much harder time like dating and stuff as mm-hmm. a kid right mm-hmm. yeah and you probably feel that way now mm-hmm <laughs> Was there anything that you ever saw Jake and I go through as kids or high schoolers that taught you a lesson for like your future decisions? Like something that we did that were like, probably wasn't the best call. I'm not going to do that when I grow up. Um, Not necessarily like anything that wasn't right, but I think um, making choices like for your own good and your own mental health and everything I think seeing that it allowed me to be able to do that like you taking yeah. a gap year or a, a lap year and um after high school and then going to university only, like a year later I think that helped me be okay with doing the same thing when yeah. I came to that age yeah that's a good point what do you feel like our relationship is now I said I obviously in the beginning we touched on like us growing closer together did you ever think when we were kids and weren't really tight that we would get to this point that we're at now or did it feel like very impossible? I don't think it felt impossible, but I think at the time it was very different and we didn't know what kind of people we were going to be when we were That's older. True. Like there was a chance that either one of us could have been like very isolated and not wanting to talk to anybody when we got older or moving across the country or something like that. And yeah. Neither of us did that. So. That's true. I just had this one memory of, <laughs> of me offering to do your makeup for you and then you telling me no your makeup is too extra. And I literally had like base makeup on and I'm like, okay, so if this is too extra, like I have no, what would extra makeup look like? Like, I don't know. In my defense, I did not wear very much makeup. Yeah, true. That's true. I just was, I remember being stunned being like, oh my God, like, do I need to change my makeup routine? Like, is this extra? Like, I don't know. Oh my goodness. So funny. Is there anything you would change about your childhood or wish you'd done differently growing up or? I guess you can always like wish for things that could have been, but is there something in your mind like, oh, I would have loved to grown up in this place or would have loved to grown up with another sibling maybe younger than you, like stuff like that? Um, I had a lot of mental health problems growing up. Yeah. So I feel like that wasn't caused by anyone other than my own chemical imbalances. But right. um, I do think growing up in an era or in a situation where I didn't have those problems might have caused me to be a little more outgoing and confident myself now. Right. Um, I think I'm, I do well for the issues that I do have and 
the struggles like with my anxiety and everything but I do think that if I didn't have those things and I didn't grow up having to deal with it that I would be a little more extroverted yeah like you (laughs) yeah fair that's a good point obviously you literally led into my next like section of questions but you and I both struggled over the years with like mental health what do you think the turning point was for you in seeking help and starting to control and own your mental health instead of letting it control you? So I think, so I've had um, anorexia since I was 12. I've had OCD since I was six as well as anxiety. Um, And I think there was a lot of times like ups and downs and dippings and Mm -hmm. being like, okay, I'm going to get back on track and things like that. And it's just, uh, I had a lot of relapses of like things would be going really well and then something would happen or nothing would happen and I just feel like shit again and not want to deal with it. Um, but I did go through a traumatic experience about almost a year ago, um, that kind of, made me look at my life and say like oh my god I'm not actually happy with right. with anything in my life right now even though I had so many things going for me I still like I could have the world and I wouldn't be right nothing was like satisfied. good enough kind yeah. of thing yeah um just because I was always thinking I still have to deal with this like this is still here like my my eating disorder specifically like I'm I'm this is never gonna go away and yeah I'm always gonna have to be worried about this um but since that point I kind of found like crystals and something to switch my brain to so I wouldn't be thinking about the world so critically critically as well as like strictly like right like nothing is black and white um and thinking about how there's so many other things that could exist in this world and that could be going on around you that you don't need to focus on what you look like or all yeah. these things because there's so many there's such a different atmosphere out there that you don't even know exists yeah that's so true um so I found that and just like beginning to look at myself a different way as like a human being instead of just like what I looked like to other people and like an actual soul in my body right um so yeah That's a great answer, Jules. (laughs) What do you think the importance of mental health awareness is? How do you feel like society is handling it today? Do you think it's going well? Do you think it could be better? Do you think it's brutal? I don't think that it's being handled as well as it could be. Yeah. Um, I do think there's a lot more coverage on it on social media and um, awareness about it. Um, But I still don't think that you can completely understand what every person is going through. And that's why I get so upset when people don't treat others as if they were going to be treating themselves that Mm -hmm. way because you have no idea what's going on in that person's head. Like they could be minutes away from not wanting to be on this earth anymore. And you could have just bumped into them and not said sorry. And now they're decided everyone in the world hates them. Yeah. But I just think that it should be there should be more things in place to protect people who have mental health issues and things like that because there's not like a specific way you can say hey i have this issue i can't come to work today i can't come to school today and not still be 
penalized for it. Right. That's a very good point. What do you think the importance of having a good support system and family around you means in the world of dealing with mental illness? I think that it's very important. I think that if I didn't have that family support specifically that I probably wouldn't be here today. Yeah. Um, I think your family, regardless of how old you are, they, they know you the best and they see you day by day and everything. And they're the people that you should be able to trust the most to fall back on and unconditionally love you regardless of what you're going through. Yeah. And I think that people who don't have that support system do really struggle and I just it's shitty yeah I also feel like when you come from a family where your parents deal with maybe similar mental illnesses or problems um, sometimes it is genetic right like Mm -hmm. it can be so I think when they have also dealt with it maybe in their high school life or they're still dealing with it like it's a lot easier for them to understand and also have siblings who are dealing with similar illnesses and issues day by day can also help understand right Mm -hmm. so although we're only seven years apart our childhood upbringing was obviously very different when it comes to societal norms social media all that jazz if you had a choice would you rather have grown up in the 90s like me or are you happy you grew up in a more tech savvy generation I think in terms of like education yeah the technology is great um, I think it allows, again, for people with mental health to have a lot of um, options, like such right. as working from home, doing all these things where you don't have to actually be in a place you feel uncomfortable. Right. Um, but in terms of like actual social media and things, I hate the era I grew up in. Yeah. It was always, I think I got Instagram when I was in the seventh grade and it's always been almost like a weight on your back like you need to Mm -hmm. look like this you need to post this you gotta like even like scrolling through your instagram and seeing other people and you're like why don't i look like that right um i think that very much contributed to my eating disorder as well um yeah there's a lot more talk about like oh they look like this in their instagram posts did you see that picture she posted things like that yeah um a lot of more a lot more judgment um and bullying And I think that added aspect of social media kind of amplified it in comparison to if I were to have grown up in a different generation. No, I totally agree. I, I say all the time and I still do to like my friends, same age as me, like I could not imagine growing up in the later era because of the sole fact of social media. Because I just think that I already put so much pressure on myself now. I can like imagine how much pressure I would add to myself if I was in high school seeing other high school girls. Like it's it's funny to joke about like when you see the TikTok where it's like me in grade nine versus grade nines now. But it's actually like sad because I feel like Mm -hmm. you guys were kind of like robbed of like a not a pure childhood, but a more like ground like not grounded not rooted but like more just like I don't know how to describe it like wholesome childhood Mm -hmm. I guess because we didn't have our phones like we were going out and calling on each other like Mm walking calling people on the phone like oh you want to hang out tonight like let's go to the park like people don't do that anymore because no video games the phone tv obviously is still a problem and it's just like I just feel like bad kind of I guess Mm -hmm. you could say because I just feel like there is so much more pressure to Mm -hmm. it 
what would you change about social media if you had a choice? Like if you could only do one change, what would it be? And do you think the world would be a better place if you made that change? Um, I feel like I wish there wasn't as much of a stigma surrounding like if you have social media or don't because there's been times where I've deleted yeah, or like taken down my account or whatever, deleted the app and just feels you feel so disconnected yeah. from everything because there's everything relies on social media um socially even educationally everything like that but i wish that it was okay to not have those right. things and still be able to survive in the world and be able to do things that you could have done in yeah. A different era when there was, it wasn't actually there. Do you think that people, that's a really good point. Do you think that people think that those who don't have apps are like weird or like Yeah, strange? I think either that or they don't, they aren't confident enough in themselves to post something on social media for other people to see and right. things like that. But most of the time people don't have it. It's just because they don't want agree, it. Ag- they don't want it or they don't agree with everything that's going on on it or yeah like that's not the vibe that they have and I feel like those people too that choose not to have it though like they're a little bit more aware of like mm-hmm. what goes on on social media I'm not mm-hmm. saying that people who have social media aren't aware that's not mm-hmm. what I'm saying but like I feel like those who are like I'm actually not going to get Instagram because I already know it's going to take up my time mm-hmm. I'm going to use it to procrastinate I'm going to be judging other people I'm going to be judging myself based off of what I see like mm-hmm. they're just like a little bit more like self-aware of that like kind of the like effects I guess of it mm-hmm. do you feel fearful for the next generation like our kids growing up in such an advanced world I can't like imagine where they're gonna be at at this point if the technology's grown so f- much in the last generation yes um comparing it to even like my childhood when I was younger I was still doing the things like you said like calling on your friends at the front door and calling them when phones didn't exist um but I couldn't imagine being that young like that was until I was about 10 years old so I couldn't imagine being that young and already introduced to these things like there's children who have phones and they're four years old yeah um I didn't get my phone till grade nine yeah I didn't get mine till grade nine either yeah And the, and like Instagram, I didn't get till grade 11, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. grade 11. There are literal like grade five kids with Mm -hmm. Instagram Mm -hmm. and TikTok. Mm -hmm. What do you think the effects of TikTok were? Oh, I, I, the only things I hear out of children's mouths these days are TikTok. Like I'll be in the store and someone, kids will come in. Oh, this crystal's from TikTok. This is from this. Right. Like I only have it because it's a platform for my business. Yeah. Um, but that's a whole nother thing that's been added to the social media roundup. So yeah, that's true. It's also adds a lot of screen time. Yeah. In comparison to Instagram where you're just looking through photos, TikTok, I think you can make like 10 minute videos now. So it's oh, almost, yeah. almost as it's like a YouTube. as YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. As a very young entrepreneur starting your own business, how did you know, like you're 19 years old and you like, you started your pop art business. Was that the first business you ever started? Mm-hmm. So for, for people who don't know, all of the cartoons that you see on the episodes of all the guests, my sister actually makes those. So she was running a business where she makes cartoons of real life photos and just like color drops them and makes them all look very cartoonish, cartoonish. 
cartoonish, which is really cool, which is obviously like a cool vibe and people love that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. It's kind of like clip art, like mm-hmm. a little bit, right? And um, so she's been doing that for me, which is amazing. But now with this Jules Gems, mm-hmm. how did you know it was time to start another business slash why crystals? Um, I think the crystal part was because I had found them in a right. place of trauma. And I think it's just something I love doing is collecting and um, sourcing things for people who can't get them themselves or things right. like that. Um, the starting my own business, I have a lot of my mental health is, uh, social anxiety. Mm-hmm. So being working a nine to five where I have to interact with not only like coworkers, but um, customers as well yeah. um, is very stressful for me. Um, I do it, but it's, yeah. it's not what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. But having my own business, I'm able to make my own hours and, right. um, surrounding school with that as well kind of work my way around that and I think I just like being in control of everything as well which is the OCD and right but being able to know which products are coming in know which products are going out know who they're going to being able to oversee if my items are being wrapped properly and things like that yeah that makes sense where do you kind of hope to see your shop go because obviously you're still in school Mm -hmm. for criminology and justice. So what's the kind of the end goal? Would you rather do more entrepreneurship stuff and have your crystal shop and just, you know, like continue down that path full time? Or would you rather go into like a job post school that you're in school for right now? Um, my goal from university is to go to law school afterwards. Uh, but if, my crystal shop were to grow larger and yeah. larger, even if I had my own storefront and things like that. I think that that would interest me more because it's something that I'm, I enjoy doing right, rather than something that I'm good at. Right. Because I am good. I am book smart. Yep. But it's not, my favorite thing is not school or right. actually working in a job where I have to write papers and things like that so I think if my crystal shop were to grow larger then I would definitely go that route Mm -hmm. but I need obviously something to fall back on yeah I was gonna say it's good to have options right like it's kind of like me with my 8,000 jobs it's the same (laughs) shit basically um what is something you're looking forward to growing up like having kids, getting married, or maybe not that at all, like traveling the world. Like it could be anything. Like what is one thing that you're like, I'm really stoked for that portion of my life. And I'm not saying like try and fast track your life because everyone's like, I can't wait till I have my three kids. And it's like, but don't take advantage of the time that you have now. Right. But what is one thing that you're like, I'm really looking forward to doing that or seeing that or whatever. I think before I have kids, I would love to travel the world with someone that I love. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always wanted to go to Europe and all those places just to see again with the whole there's so many things yeah. outside of your own bubble. I love to see all the things in the world that a lot of people don't get to see mm-hmm. or aren't aware exists. Right. But eventually I've always wanted to have kids and when I was younger I was obsessed with baby dolls. Yeah. So Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I that's something else I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah. 
what is a piece of advice you would give to kids going into high school right now um, and trying to figure out who they are that maybe you didn't know when you were at that age? I would say don't put too much pressure on your high school experience. A lot of That's people a good one. think that high school is like in like the movies and it's yeah. be the best time of your life. Uh, it was not yeah. for me. It was probably some of the hardest years of my life and I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would or as much as other people might have. Yeah. Um, but moral of the story is that you're probably not going to peak in high school and you're probably... I would freaking yeah. hope not. I mean, the people that usually do peak in high school are the ones who literally are bullies in high school and then they just like hit their peak and they're like, well, now you're kind of a loser. So Yeah, literally. And then they're like that for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Sad. So I would say don't go along with what other people are doing just because you want to fit in. Yeah. Um, likelihood you're not going to know or talk to any of these people ever again in the rest yep. of your life unless they're your really close friends. I talked to like two people Me from too. high school yep. and I've only been out of it for two years. Right. And basically it's a whole world outside of high school. Yeah. Like you're only there because you have to be there. And it's a chapter. Yeah. It's a chapter of your, your life, life that you just need to get and through. And it's not that long, four years in the grand scheme of things. It's true. I think when you're in high school, you kind of look at it like it is like your world though, mm -hmm. right? Because like you're surrounded by that. Like I think I compare it to euphoria, not in a way that I'm comparing my high school experience yes. to euphoria, <laughs> but more so like you're so consumed by your peers and the guys you're dating or your friends and, you know, like maintaining all these, the societal ranks, I guess, right? Like of being popular. Like I was never popular and I hated high school. I say that to mom though. And she's like, you hated high school. I thought high school was great for you. And it's like, maybe from the outside looking in, it looked great because I was playing sports and like mm -hmm. I was okay in school. Mm -hmm. But I look back on it now and people ask me, oh, did you enjoy high school? I'm like, absolutely not. And I think I compare it to life now though. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm enjoying my life now mm -hmm. so much more mm -hmm. than I, when I was in high school. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a really good piece of advice is like to just don't put too much pressure on it because it's really not the be all end all of your life, right? Yeah. Well, thank you for coming <laughs> on the pod, Jules. It took a lot to get her on here. Yes. The, but uh, the social anxiety was hitting yeah, me. <laughs> here she is. We did a couple, you know, little run through takes there at the beginning, but it's all good. And uh, yeah, I will be back next week for another episode of From My POV. Bye. See ya. Thank you.